with the first pick in the 2018 NBA Draft. Edwards with plenty of time. What a crossover and the right-handed finish. On the back from LaMelo. Easy two for Dave Anderson. Anderson quickly inside the Wiseman for the first bucket of the season. Baseline Andy now. Quickness. And one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to At Large Bid, the big board. I hope you've had a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with your family. You're enjoying Feast Week like we previewed for you last week. Tim Daniel here with Taylor Bergfeld. Yes, sir. And we're going to do our first time ever, our big board. So this is how this is going to work. We can just kind of get the disclosure out of the way so you don't go, why don't you guys have Theo Maladon? Because we've never seen him play. Yeah, I'm not going to bullshit on somebody I don't know. I can yeah, watch I'm not going to lie to you. I can watch on, yeah, but. I mean, I will try to watch him play. But I do not have... All right, FIBA, you yep. need a league pass. All right. Where I can go watch reruns of games. Yeah. Because I don't want to get on, like, Wave to watch your games. Right. Because, you know, it's 2019. Exactly. Um, I don't want to get up at 3 a.m. to watch your games on YouTube. Will not RJ do that. Will not do that. Not a fan. Yeah. Not going to happen. So. So, yes. So, if we don't list your favorite international prospect, who I know a lot of people have Theo Maladon as a top four NBA draft pick right now, I am well aware of all of this. We're talking about the guys we've seen, whether it's through EYBL, whether it's through high school or college. You know, these are the guys we're going to talk about. So Taylor and I are going to talk about, we have a few differences, but we're going to talk about what we have each player. Um, and then we're going to kind of break down how we have everything. So how we have this listed is we went top five at each position. Um, I don't know if you did. I had a few extra guys. And I was right. like, these are guys I'm going to consider as well. Um, so like on the bubble, we'll call it. Yeah. Like on the bubble, we'll call it because they're like, or our top five and just outside or whatever they call it. Yeah, so exactly. These are guys that I wouldn't be shocked if they jumped some of my players or vice versa. So perfect. Where you want to start? Uh, most important position on the court, point guard. Yeah, and also it's the NBA. That's yeah. that's the position that matters. All right, exactly. Like you said, you so the point guard, it's over. So. I think we both have the same number one. It's obvious. It's Cole Anthony. Yes, sir. Um, the skill set, obviously, everything Cole Anthony does is just magic. Um, he's had the training, obviously, with one who his dad is playing at Oak Hill Academy, which is just a major high school. Mm-hmm. Played in the great AU program. It's obviously the point guard in North Carolina, which doesn't hurt. Um, Roy Williams has a way of developing point guards, yep. and he probably Kobe just, White was not supposed to be a one of them prospect. Yeah, and he blew up last year. And I love him every moment God, of every day. He's awesome. Yes, unreal. I just that's my favorite player. Same. Same. It's been a while for, not to get on a tangent real quick, it's been a while since Carolina's had a player in the league that I can like root for. Like Harrison Barnes, like he's just, he's a butt of every choke because he signs that big contract. But I think he's really skilled. I think he's still a good player. He's got an NBA championship. It, yeah, a lot of people can say that. But um, Kobe White, yeah, he enjoys himself out there. He's playing really well. Good minutes for the Bulls. Playing pretty well. Having, having a bad game. The Roy Williams and Steve Robinson and Eric Hoots fly out there to watch him play the Knicks. He balls out. She just makes seven threes in oh, a yeah. quarter. Unreal. So what we're describing about Kobe White right now, what if we told you there was someone from North Carolina that was better? Yeah. Because there is. More defined, a better score all around. Cole can shoot. I don't think he's as good a shooter as Kobe was right now. He's but not I, as fast. I think he'll get better. I do um, too. I think Cole is like a mastermind with the ball in his hand. He can take people off the dribble. His pull-up jumpers are great. He's a gr- fucking amazing rebounder like i know i said that on the last pod but he's like unreal rebounder he's a great he's right now he's averaging 28.4 7.6 rebounds a game 3.5 assists which is what i want to see go up but there's a lot of open looks that he's hitting players in and they're just missing it so that'll go up in the nba obviously i think he's a 18 to 20 point scorer a game in the nba six seven rebounds about five eight assists so exactly what you want in a guy you're going to draft that high. So what, what's so interesting is this group of point guards yep. is like all of them have like a unique skill set. So right. 
Uh, you know, Cole Anthony is the all-around guy. Yep. Um, next on my list is Lamella Ball. He's yep. the passer, yep. and it's obvious. Like the shooting ability is there. Yep. Um, he's playing in Australia right now. He, I'm very like, very not proud, but like I would say proud. Like, I'm so I, happy I for him, right? Because he took a he took the time off. He got screwed by his dad for the college thing. Like, Absolutely. I think, yeah, he took some time. Did you see, I think today was like I want to go to USC. Yeah, you know USC is like what the fuck. Yeah, they would have been all over him. Um, I yeah, he's kind of handled everything the right way. He's not really making a like a muck of it or whatever you want to call it. He's just playing ball like. And a lot of former NBA players who are playing in the Australian League are like, dude, this guy's legit. Like, say what you want, but he's going to tear it up. So, yeah, his I think he'll be better than Lonzo. I do too. I mean, they, I think but they, or LeVar always said that. He said Lamelo is the best player of the family. Yeah, he was obviously the best shooter. But he said Le- uh, LiAngelo was the best shooter. Best shoplifter, LiAngelo. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'll be here all night. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> best at thanking the president. Yes. LiAngelo Ball. What a mess. Um,. I think he projects really well to the league. Like you said, yep. I think he's better than Lonzo. Um, the skills, the, you know, we, I keep mentioning these guys' skill sets. The only thing I'd like to see more from him, because he has shown that, like, when he gets hot, he can hit, but he's shooting, like, 31% from three right now in Australia. Yeah. And, you know, not every NBA point guard is going to be Markel Fultz. Like, right. you got to be able to hit threes yep. to be able to survive. So that's my only worry about him. I mean, his he's averaging eight eight point two rebounds a game, seven assists. Eight and seven, that's and with 17. I mean, you'll take that. All day, every you know, every night from them. So uh, I think his scoring will get there. And once you get some more, I think he's the main focal point on defense for most teams. And when you get him on an NBA roster where he's not going to be the main guy, he'll be able to stress the floor a little bit and then get in the lane, whatnot. So there's also the possibility he could get drafted by New Orleans to play with Lonzo. God, throwing throwing oops at Zion. Give me that all day. I mean, that's unreal. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, number three is probably the best ball handler in this draft. Nico Mannion from Arizona. The Italian Stallion. The He's, Ginger? Yeah. Unreal. Dude, like, I, I, lo- I saw a lot of high school tape. I never wa- got the chance to watch a full game. But, like, obviously, you know, mixtapes are meant to make the guy look good. Yeah. But his mixtape was... It's hard. It, you f- falling in love with a mixtape is the worst thing in the world to do. Because yeah. it's like, oh, shit, you think this guy's unreal. Then he gets to college, and you're like, what the hell is this? Like, <laughs> where's, where's this? He can't shoot. Like, yeah. I know he was playing on metal rims, but yeah. what's going on? Right. But Nico Mannion, uh, what really stood out to me so far in his time at Arizona. The kid can shoot. Oh my God. His he, Kobe White had it last year where he would full sprint, pull up right on the uh, the elbow jumper and hit it, and the defender wouldn't have an answer for him. Nico Manning does that, if not better, or just as well, if not better. Um, gets his teammates involved. Josh Green was a teammate he played on AAU with. Um, Nico's just phenomenal ball handler, and uh, he can weave in and out of the defensive pressure. He's a good defender. Oh, yeah. Like he's, I mean, he's legit. Like People keep thinking I'm joking when I say that. Like He's the second best point guard in the country. Yeah, third, third, third. the only thing I worry about him, and it's not anything fil- like skill set wise. Yep. Short wingspan, sixty-three yeah. inches wingspan. It's the only thing that scares me about him. I don't think I. And he's not but one of those. He's guys, not Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, yeah you know, he's not. Like, I don't think he's gonna be one of those guys that goes in and tears the league up and just goes nuts. But I think he'll be a solid NBA player for a, I have a, a decent or long career. You know what I mean? Like I think he's good enough offensively where it doesn't matter who you throw at him, he can find a way to score. So yeah, I agree. I think this one might be where we have our first difference. Yep. My fourth point guard, Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. So the assist to turnover ratio yep. doesn't get doesn't get rid of the ball. I mean, doesn't lose the ball. Average is a double double. He is a really good rebounder. Yep. He's a really good solid defender in the yep. perimeter, which NBA point guards have to be. Um, there are some worries. Don't be yep. wrong. I know he needs to shoot better from three. I know he needs to get better from the line. But you know, he's experienced. Um, he's a guy that someone's going to get in those mid tiers. He's going to be your backup point guard for seven, eight years in the NBA, and you're going to be happy with him. Yeah. 
I like him a lot. I like him a lot. As I just punched the mic. Sorry if you were here. Bullshit, Tim. Yeah, not, I'm very mad about the fourth best point guard. Um, I like him a lot. He's my number five. My, um, I think he's very skilled. I mean, a guy that averages ten and ten, and then eight rebounds or six rebounds is you take that all day. Like you said, not going to come in and be a superstar. Um, be a great defensive point guard. Great off like a. Floor general keeps the ball. He's got a lot of Eric Snow to him. If you yeah, remember no, no, Eric I, yeah, Snow. from the Philly teams. Like I, I yeah. agree. That's somebody you can bring in, and you're not worried. You can give your starter some minute arrest. You bring him in, and you're like, all right, nothing changes. Like, be like a spot starter. Like, exactly. like, if he goes to the Spurs, my God, he's gonna be the best player of all time. Oh my God, him, Derek White, and Deontay Murray. Right. That's like your guard rotation. Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I have him in number five for me, but my number four is a guy I think that's on your top five. Uh, Tyrese Maxey from UK, yep. just a volume scorer. Um, He's very athletic. He's kind of figuring himself out still at this level. Um, 18 points a game. I'd like to see his assist go up a little bit for a point guard. Me I too. Think more of a combo guard, but it's, kind of, it's so hard to classify these guys nowadays. But My favorite thing about Tyrese Maxey is, of all the guys we just named, he's like, not that Cole or LaMelo aren't those guys. It's, he's the one guy that literally is like, big shot time, give me the ball. Yeah, like, right. And he will take the big shot every chance he right. can I get. I think Cole will make the smart play, and nine times out of ten, that's probably him shooting that ball. But um, I think Tyrese is like, yeah, give me the ball, I'm scoring. Um, Tyrese Maxey's a great free throw shooter, shooting like 92% on the year. So I yeah. think that guy, that you, that's what you want in a point guard. You can give him the ball in the late game, be like, yeah, keep fouling him. We're going to win by however much you want to keep fouling. So I think he's I think he's a volume scorer. Like I said, the Michigan State game's a perfect example. He's got range on his deep ball, um, can get teammates involved. He doesn't really have the assist numbers I like right now at Kentucky, but that's more because Ashton Hagens is throwing a lot of lobs and whatnot and getting him involved. So, Yeah, so the thing is we probably left the first-round draft pick point guard off our list. Yep. Trey Jones is going to get drafted in the first round. Um, I don't love his NBA game. Listen, but... if, if Trey Jones was at – I'm trying to say this. If Trey Jones was at Iowa State as a point guard, right? Yeah, if him, Helen Burton switch spots. Yeah. I think Trey Jones' numbers look are padded because of the talent around him. He had 30 the other night. Now, if this starts this offensive terror that he's going to go on, then I am all for it. But I need I need to see more. You can't have a guy out there that is a liability from three. You can't leave him open like they did in the tournament last year. Just be like, yeah, dude, shoot, you're going to beat us. But I think he's a first-round pick. Um, he's a good defensive point guard. Uh, a great defensive point guard, I'll say. Um, you know, get this teammate involved, and I, I think he's not as bad as a liability as I make him out to be right now. So yeah, and then real quick, our yep. other our two other two guys we left yep. off: Devin Dotson from Kansas. Yep, um, and just another smart player has some turnover issues like most young point guards, but yep. um, really like his stealing ability. Really like the fact that he is going to draw fouls for you and get to the rim. And then um, a guy we're both really high on the probably the best combo guard that's not Tyrese Maxey in yep. this group, and Ao Desunmu from Illinois. Yep. Um, Brad Underwood is finally getting something out of his team. They're playing decent. He played really well at Arizona when they played last week, uh, or two weeks ago, sorry. But the his team kind of fell apart towards the end. He got into foul trouble, and the game got, the game got away from him. But, yeah, he's he went toe-to-toe with Mannion, bucket for bucket. Um, he can get in the lane. He can finish through contact, which is big in the NBA because, you know, he's some pretty big dudes there. Um, he's a good shooter, so I'm, I'm very excited to see him. Yeah, he's him and Dodson are both on our uh, – like on the cusp list, we'll call it. So yeah, absolutely. So that's our point guards. Um, I think you know, pretty pretty even, pretty 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 solid there. Yeah. Um, our twos, our big time scores, and this, and obviously, this guy first is your number one mm-hmm. in general prospect. Yep. He's my number two. Yep. And that's Anthony Edwards from Georgia. Yeah. Um, a six four guard. He literally has done everything for Georgia. Um, you're probably watching him ball out in the Maui. Yeah. Uh, right Against now. Dayton. Yeah. So. 
when you talk about Edwards, it's you know he didn't go the route of Hampton. He didn't go the route of Lamelo. He was like, yeah, I'm going to college. Yeah. He went to play for Tom Crean, who's the ultimate guard developer. It seems right. like between Oladipo and Dwayne Wade, and you know some of those guys he's had. But this is a guy that like the only like, the biggest thing that jumps out to me about him and his game is he gets in foul trouble very quickly. Yeah, but. I think he'll learn that. Right. You I mean, know, like, Carter hasn't learned it yet. Right. But, you know, he's a big man. So I mean, Anthony Edwards averaging 25, 6, um, 6 and 5, and 4 steals. Like, I mean, he, like you said, he, anything Georgia, anything that happens productive in a Georgia basketball game is on the result of him. He, I mean, he is a freak athletically. Like, he is a monster. Like, looking at him, he reclassified, so he should be a senior in high school, which is a terrifying thought. But, <laughs> um, he just can score at will, take people off the dribble. You give him space, he'll hit the jumper right in front of you. You know, causes a lot of defenders to play up on him, which he blows right by. Um, yeah, so, his ceiling's like a Bradley Beal, I would say. Yeah, yeah, a, very, a volume score, like exactly yeah. what Bradley Beal is. Um, I clearing away number one pick in the draft for me. Um, I think number one shooting guard, combo guard, whatever you want to list him as. He's my number one. So, yeah, I think it's fair. Like yep. I said, I have him too, so it's not like I'm too far behind you. Um, number two on this list is from the New Zealand Breakers, R.J. Hampton. Yep. Um, Would have been a Kansas Jayhawk. They could have used him this year. Yeah. Again, what is there not to like about R.J. Hampton's game right now? Um, I think he's the best defensive guard in this draft, really, besides that's like actually going to like be consistently playing. Um, no disrespect to Trey Jones. Right. But the age is going to jump out to people. You know, he's young. He's not, I think he just turned 18. He's not even 18 yet. Yeah. No, he just turned 18. Sorry. So he'll be 19 when he gets drafted. Um. I know, like, I've seen Tankathon has the mock draft of him going to the Cavaliers, but between Garland and Sexton, I don't necessarily know how he fits there unless they just go, unless John Beeline plays his old Michigan lineups, which is all guards and one big man. <laughs> right. Which is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I know, obviously the defensibility there, the fact that he can rebound really well, he can block shots while scoring and kind of giving you the, the, volume, score, the volume shooter. I don't think he's necessarily as good as Edwards and Anthony and those guys, but I think he's a top ten player. Oh yeah, definitely. He's I mean he's legit. He would have been a I think he would be, I don't know how to say this. College would benefit him a little bit more, but he mm-hmm. wanted to chase that bag, I get that. Um he can score at will. His mixtape's are really fun to watch, he's very athletic. Um he's not doing as well as Lamella, which I think hurts him a little bit, but uh, I still think we have top ten pick, top five pick, and I, he's my number two combo guard easily for all the mi- things you mentioned above, so Yeah. I'm with you. This was tough for me because mm-hmm. I like these two players a lot. So I went Josh Lewis. I went Josh Green at three. Mix of Josh. Yeah, see, that's how much <laughs> I like them. You combine them, right? Yeah, that's how much I like them. So uh, Tankathon actually has Josh Green as two. I had him as three. Uh, another Australia kid from IMG Academy. We're getting that tournament at BB&T a year too late, man. Right. What yeah, the hell? I know. Unreal. Um, you know, you talked earlier about him and Nico Mannion. They were, they, you know, AU teammates, Arizona. Really, really good teammate. Really good team. Uh, an awesome backcourt. Probably going to win the back Pac-12 this year, unless Sean Miller does some Sean Miller oh, thing, Oregon, which he yeah. will. Right. Um, but when you look at him, what do you see from him? Uh, he's just an assassin from deep. Um, he plays. He kind of floats on the perimeter, and then when teams start pressing up on him, he can drive by. He's a, he's a very good finisher through contact. Um, he kind of he takes smaller guards into the post and plays in the post. He needs to get more refined on that, which. I say that, but I don't think he's going to do that a lot in the NBA. Um, he's averaging 14 a game right now for Arizona, six rebounds, which is what you like to see. Three assists for a shooting guard is nice because it shows that he doesn't force shots, and if this teammate is an open look, he will find him in transition or find him on the block and whatnot. 
Um, I think he's a very good shooter. Like I said, him and Mannion are a fun pair to watch. And if you guys can, if Arizona is on TV, I think you need to both watch them. Um, good defender, not great. He's got a little injury problem. He's been hurt in high school, and he was hurt at the beginning of this year. He had a knee surgery, so that was at the end of last year. He's all healthy now, but like it's just one of those reoccurring things that people talk about. Um, but yeah, he's my number two shooting guard or number three shooting guard as well. Um, for all mentions above, I think he's a better shooter than I think he's the best shooter out of Edwards and Hampton. I agree. Yeah, I, think yeah, he's I, the best I don't shooter, think you're wrong. There. But I don't think he, obviously athleticism for he trails in both of them at that. So, which is shooting wise, why I had him over Scotty Lewis, right? Because if Scotty Lewis could shoot, if you're if you take Lewis, you're taking him on potential. Yes, because you're taking on what he's going to turn into be. So yeah, because if he could shoot, he, he's he's. The most, I think him and Edwards are one and two in athleticism. Yeah. Like they're monsters. Uh, Lewis kind of does it all. His he's what he's averaging like thirteen. Uh, I just lost it real quick. I think he's averaging like thirteen a game, five four rebounds, five assists. Five assists is pretty good for the point guards I have. Andrew Nimhart and Trey Mann are both very skilled guards, but. I need to see a little bit more out of him. Um, oh, sorry, I was looking at somebody else's numbers. Uh, he, he's averaging one assist and then three rebounds. So that needs to be improved for me for Lewis to jump up where I had him. So Yeah, that 25% from three. That's frightening. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like Mm-mm. it. All right. I'm curious where you went here. Number so, five or four? For five. Because okay. I went Scotty Lewis. Did you get Scotty Lewis for four? Yeah. Okay. I think we had the same one, so. So, five was hard because I was between A.J. Lawson, Brian Antoine, and Isaiah Joe. I went Brian Antoine. Okay, I went A.J. Lawson. Yeah. But I have Brian Antoine right next. But I think I think A.J. Lawson's a... Right now, Antoine's just getting healthy. I'm going off just because I've watched him play in AAU and I've seen him, like, I've potential once again. But A.J. Lawson's a assassin right now for South Carolina. If they're going to be anything, it's because of him. So I think I, I think either one of those are a good He pick, is so. that middle of the first round guy. Right. That you're like, man, I'm really glad I have that guy on my team. So I've talked a little bit about Eric Pascal right now, who I know is a second rounder. But the fact that like with how bad this Golden State team is struggling, they're getting so much from him. I think AJ Lawson has the kind of ability to be an Eric Pascal. Like AJ Lawson to the Nets would be awesome. Yes, that'd be, that'd be a great. Fit. I mean, for when K- they get KD back, that just takes some pressure you off him defensively. Like, okay, yeah, it's gonna make things easier for Kyrie because mm-hmm. he's a good cutter. Mm-hmm. Um, so Brian Antoine, like you said, not healthy yet, but I do fully believe he is going to be a very skilled player. Um, we haven't really been able to see a whole lot of what he's yeah, done it's yet. Hard. It's sample sizes right now, but um, I'm, uh, he's coming back. He's back now. If we're listening, when you're listening, um, so I'll be excited to see how his debut goes. And then Isaiah Joe, I think I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I think he's the first pick of the second round. Yeah. I think he's... Skilled guard from Arkansas. Like, I yeah. Think he fits kind of the mold of what they need there. So, By the way, did you see Daniel Gafford finally get to play for the Bulls and look finally. awesome? Yeah. It's amazing. You give an athletic big man who can run and run the floor some minutes and what happens. Stop me if like, you've heard this Luke Cornett should get minutes over Daniel Gafford. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, Awesome, man. So that's two positions down. Uh, let's just go right to the small forwards real quick. So this was hard, man. Um, so again, let's go ahead and just put the precaution. Neither one of us have seen Denny as the Avija play yet. Yeah, not not going to be naming him. Yeah, so I, I think this is one of our, our biggest difference. I swear, I think this will be our biggest difference. I think it will be too. So my number one, Preston Achua. My number one is Jordan Nora. Oh yeah. no, kidding! Yeah, Precious is an athlete. And I'm okay with saying that. He's an athlete who... I have Nora at three yeah. on my small four. Precious is, I think Precious is an athletic guy who can... He's a great in transition. He looks good for Memphis. But Jordan Nora is a dog. Like, he, is a, he is a basketball player. Can score. Like, averaging 27.8 a game. Can hit from three. Can take people off the dribble. Can play in the post. It is, finishes at the rim. Probably the second right, right now for so far for ACC Player of the Year. 
in top five for national player of the year. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's he's legit. Like, I, I mean, he's my number one. Eight rebounds a game, 27 points a game. Um, he's very good from three. I think Precious, Precious is in my top five, so it's not like I'm bashing him. No, no, I don't think you are at all. I just think Nora at one is clear. I mean, I think he's clear-cut number one. I think he's a preseason All-American for a reason. Um, I just think the age might keep him back a little bit, but that my one difference between the two is wingspan. Yeah, right. Precious is. I mean, he is long as hell. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so okay. I love this. Yeah. I'm pumped. Yeah. Yeah. So I went with Precious for the sake of, like you said, like this is an upside pick. Yeah. This is your end of the He's lottery. He's 20 years old as a freshman. Yeah, dude. This is your end of lottery. Yeah. You're like, oh, cool. This guy dropped to us at 14. Like, yeah. I'm really glad he's there. Right. We might have to split him with G League time, but we're gonna get something out of him. Um, right now they have Precious going to the Nets at 13. And ooh. they have Jordan Nora going 22 to the Mavericks. Oh. Him, Luca, Porzingis. Oh. Give me it. That's Give me it. I'll buy a, I'll buy a hoodie. Yeah. I'll be a Mavs fan. Yeah. Um, I don't have an NBA team right now. I was a Lakers fan growing up my whole life. And I love I love LeBron. That's hard to say. I like LeBron. I think he's cool, whatever. He's a great player. Best player of all time. That's my thing. Same. Um, yeah. But I can't do it. I can't. I can't. Flood, Twitter floods with Lakers fans and all this, and I just can't be a part. I can't be hey. a part of the Yankees. Like all, You know what I mean? Like the hey, Yankees. Next time, just at me, okay? Yeah. No, I'm not saying because <laughs> of you. I just need to find an NBA team. I like the Bulls, Kobe White, but the Bulls have mismanaged their franchise, <laughs> and I just don't want to do As that. As said many of times right. on these shows. I, I don't want to like the Hornets because who the hell likes the Hornets? Like They're young. I, they look I good. The Dante Graham looks great. Um, the Memphis. Memphis is boring. They're bland. John Morant's awesome. Indiana. Jaren Jackson Jr. is awesome. The Pacers. I feel like I'm too late in the bandwagon to join the Pacers. Like They're pretty good with Brogdon and Oladipo. You'd be the Miami Heat fan. They're really good. Yeah. Don't like Hero. Don't like Jimmy Butler that much. So like, I just need to find a team. And like the Mavericks are like, Luka Doncic, pretty good. I try to watch the Trailblazers because I like Dame. I like CJ McCollum. But they play at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock every night. And I'm fucking tired, man. I don't feel like watching that late. <laughs> So the Mavericks might be my team if they draft Jordan Nora. No pressure. Just look for a new fan up here. Yeah, if wherever Cole Anthony goes, it's gonna be my favorite team. Except if he goes to the Knicks, which would be fucking awesome, honestly. If you're thinking yeah, about it, it would but, be. Um, so if you had to end up being a Mavs fan, I have, ba- I have a friend we can stay with in Dallas. So. Where we go back, yeah. uh, back to the small forwards of this. Okay, so this number big board. two for me was Jaden McDaniels. Yeah, same. Um, he just have you watched any Washington this year? Yeah, yeah, he. He kind of has like a motor that like he needs like a kick in the ass to get going every now and then. Like he like plays lackadaisical and like sags off, and then Mike like, Hopkins has to like bitch at him, and then he gets going. Like he's very good when he's turned like when he's on and whatnot. But his motor needs to get improved for me to like have him up there. I still think he's good. He can he can take people off the dribble. He's pretty skilled, good rebounder. He finds teammates in transition and whatnot. But his jump shot's got to get a little more refounded or refined. But Still think he'll be a good pick. So yeah, I did too. So my three was Wara. Yeah. Yours was Precious. So mine, yeah, mine's Wara, McDan. Mine's Wara, uh, Nora McDaniel's Precious, and yours. So is my Precious. one and three are yeah, flipped. Right. But yeah, we have the same two. So so I Khalil Whitney is four because I think that he just hasn't been able to show what he is yet. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna. Str- I think he's gonna be like a. Um, I don't even know who the right player to name. Um, he just might. He's not gonna get. It. His potential is going to be way better. He's going to be better in the NBA than he is at Kentucky. Yeah, I agree. Like, Devin yeah. Booker's the same way. Yeah. Except right. he's not Devin Booker. That's all right. I'm saying. No one <laughs> Yeah. No one go crazy. I think he's skilled. He's very athletic. Um, but just got to get more refined. I think he will towards the end of the year. Uh, my number four? Is that what we're talking about? Four? Yeah. yeah. Mine's Trinan Watford. Okay. He's my four. I had him as my... I had him right behind Wendell Moore. Okay. For five. I am, I am out on Wendell Moore. Are you? Out. Out. Capital O. 
Okay. Can't shoot. Lazy, terrible passer. Good defender with four steals a game, but yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's, yep. that was our biggest differences. Yeah, but it wasn't small yeah. four. So mine's Jordan Nora, Jaden McDaniels, Precious Achua, Trenton Watford, Khalil Whitney. Yeah. For all reasons mentioned above. So just so we're clear, we will update this monthly. Yeah. We're not going to do this every week. No. Because you guys won't care by like by Christmas. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. So the fours, this is like interesting to me, man, because I really only had four dudes listed. I couldn't think of a fifth. Yeah. I mean, it's it, four. They're both they're four and five. So it's kind of hard. For yeah. Them. So Isaiah Stewart was yeah. my one. Um, He's on. He is NBA ready right now. Yes. He's a monster. He is like he is a top ten NBA pick. Oh yeah, fifteen and seven right now in college. Uh, Two point seven blocks a game. Doesn't turn the ball over a whole lot. He's efficient. Like that's my dude. Yeah, he's he can finish through contact. Like that's exactly what you want in this league. Uh, he's clear cut number one for me as well. Number two from Jill- Maryland. Okay, Jalen Smith. All right, he fills right in for Bruno Fernando. Like he playing really well this year, averaging a double double. 18 and 12, and then three blocks a game. It's pretty what you need out of a big man. So he's number three on mine. My number two is Killian Tilly from Gonzaga. He's my four. Injury issues kind of worry me, but he can spread the floor. 13 and eight a game. Um, plays in a good system. I think if he goes to a team like the Spurs, the Utah Jazz, any of those teams like where they know how to utilize their big men, I think he'll have a good career. Do you think teams might look at like, and maybe this is just a far-fetched thing, do you think teams might look at, like, so Rui Hachimura is playing pretty well for Washington right yep. now. Do you think people are going to be like, oh, he came from Gonzaga. Yeah. Let's see how Mark Few is making this town NBA ready. And they'll that will kind of give him a benefit. Or do you think it's just different player, different moment? Different player, different moment. Because Hachimura was a one and done. And how often does that happen at Gonzaga? Yeah. That doesn't mean... Because Brandon make... Clark's playing decent for yeah. Memphis. Um, um, but I agree. Yeah, I, I killing, see where you're from. Killing Tilly, if he didn't get hurt last year, I think he probably would have left last year. So. Yeah. I do too. He's also old. Yeah. He's yeah, he's 20, almost 22. His draft age will be 22, yeah. Oof. So, um, my, f- so I went Stewart Smith, I had Tilly as my four, and then I had Matthew Hurt as my three. Yep. Um, I still like his game, I just don't know about He's this. got a bulk up. Yes. Holy shit, he's like my size out there. Yeah. And he's a really good, like, he's a physical-ass defender. Yeah. Like, he is going to, if you beat him, you're going to feel it the next day. Yeah. But, you know, he doesn't do enough for me on the block to put nope. him above those other guys. He's a stretch um, four. That's yeah. That's kind of his role at Duke, so. I, really do, I, do like his, I do like his board game. Mm-hmm. He's really good on the boards. So, did you have anyone different? No, um... It- it's kind of a weak year for fours. It and, is. Yeah, it, especially because a lot of them are four and five, so it kind of just parallels into the same one. So Especially after the Zion Williamson year. Yeah, that, was a, that was a good year. Yeah, so it's like a whatever. All right, that brings us to centers. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Because you and I have a, a, a number two specifically. I know I have someone you don't have on your list. Okay. So this is going to be obviously James Wiseman's one. Right. He is my number one prospect in the draft. Number uh, three for mine, but yeah. that's So... Literally, the only question you really have about James Wiseman is his motor. It's, you know, and we don't know if we're going to be able to see him, like, prove his motor wrong. So, like, you know, because we don't know if he's going to play. Yep. So, that kind of sucks for him. But I think that, you know, everything we've just named about players, I can list for him. Yep. Is he efficient? Yes. Yep. Can he score? Yes. Can he rebound? Yes. He can actually shoot free throws decently. He is a really, really good, really good at blocking shots. He doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't foul a lot. Right. So it's like, yeah, uh, check, check, check. <laughs> yeah. 
he's my number one too. I mean, that's pretty pretty asinine to say otherwise. But yeah, he's my number one. Same thing you mentioned. He's been the number one prospect in high school since you know since he was in the seventh grade, basically whatever you want to call it. But uh, number two for me, I'm gonna either go, I'm gonna go in Folly Dante from Oregon. I'm really high on him. You are. He's reclassified. five. Saw him play last year at the EYBL. He kind of. He's like a grade below, not a grade below. He's like a little bit behind Wiseman in every. Wiseman's shooting is way better than Dante's, but Dante is physical as hell in the post. He, could, I mean, not many people can outbody him, outmuscle him. Um, he's very good on the offensive rebounding's. So I'll be very, I'm excited to see how he progresses through the rest of this year. So. So mine straight out of Chino Hills High School. Onyeka Okongwu at USC. Yeah, he looked good the other night when they played Oh my god, Nevada. he's so good. Yeah. So, the pr- this is, like, strictly an upside guy. Yeah. Like, You're I... Taking him to develop him. Yes. Like, this is your, like... He kind of reminds me of Harry Giles. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like... um, So, I, I, I really like him. I think he's super talented. And he's a guy that's still learning how to play basketball. So, it's like... You get that guy to figure it out, and he's on your team. You just hit the lottery. Right. 100%. So, yeah. Number three? Go ahead. Charles Basie. Yeah, same. Western Kentucky. Hilltoppers, baby. Yeah. I, I know this is not a dig on Vernon Carey, but it's already basically well known that Vernon Carey hates playing center at Duke. Uh, 100%. Yeah. And I like Carey's athleticism a lot more. I think Carey's a more talented guy. But Charles Basie is a freaking psychopath. He will he's the best rebounder probably in this draft, and that mm-hmm. includes James Wiseman. Right. Um, but the you know, he's a sophomore. Um, you know, he probably got some money to go to here because Rick Stansbury's his coach. I mean, he is a great I will not take this Rick Stansbury slander here. <laughs> yes. Not here. No, I did not say that. Yep. L O L. Uh yeah, he's very skilled. Um all mentioned above. Same thing. He just Kind of like a, he's like a poor man's James Wiseman. That's, yeah. a, that's a fair way of saying it. Just yeah. not, never going to be as good, but just, yeah. Some team's going to take him late lottery, late first round. It's like, yeah, that's cool. You know who you know the fuck it's going to be. Who? Give me it's it. going to be like, the Clippers are going to see him and be like, yes. Yeah. Please, please join us with Kawhi and PG. And Montrez Harrell. Yeah. And, Yikes. And they still have Cap and Gelly. Yeah, he's a monster too. Dude. Good God. I know. Because it's like, that's the one thing they're missing is like, you know, like, Zubach is... Yes. Yes. A true, true center. Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. And then, you know, Cabin Galley and him could be, like, a really fun, like, center-like platoon. Yeah. I, that, I love it. I mean, you look at right now what the Lakers are getting from Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee. Not that they're that skill set. No, but that's... But, like, that is, like, the one thing the Lakers have on this you team. You draft them to hopefully become. Yeah. So... That's the one thing the Lakers have on this team. Yeah. It's, like, that's... It's that size. Yep. So, I do have Vernon Carey next. Same. Um... You know, talent level, upside, everything. I just yep. the attitude scares me more than it scares me about Wiseman. Um, the fact that he is like already like I guess I'm here. Like, yeah, seemed like the most like unenthusiastic dude commit in a long time. Yeah, he's he's whatever. He's skilled, very skilled, but it's like when he gets mad, then he plays really well. It's like oh shit, don't get him mad. So just yeah, relax. Right, so. but when he's like yeah, I'm just here. Yep, relax like, days will go through the motion. So yeah, and I think. We see that a lot from Duke guys, oh. and it really frustrates me, right, Cam Reddish? Yeah, good point. Yeah, so then my fifth, and I mean, this might be different from you, is Namias Kita from Utah State. Mine's Azabuke from Kansas. Do the injuries scare you? Yeah, they do, but okay. I I just think 
he such a load down in the paint. Like, I mean, you can throw him the ball. You can you can get a as somebody you throw into the G League for a couple years. You work on his like his footwork and whatnot. Get him some post moves, and then I think you know his size alone. You can't teach that, and he's very physical. So I feel like he could kind of turn into be a good offensive player for him. So, so it turns out center was our biggest difference. Yeah. Not small forwards. No. But I think two. I mean, one of my guys was definitely. Oh yeah, Okungwu is basically just like a total upside guy. Yeah. But he has played really well for USC so far. Um, so you know, Udoka Azubuike has proved it throughout his whole college career. Yeah, the injuries is the reason why he hasn't left his the draft. Thirty-five so. years he's been in Kansas. Exactly. He's Perry Ellis too. Yeah. Actually, Perry Ellis was the third. So he's is he Perry Ellis four? Exactly. Okay. So yeah, I don't know how that works. Crazy. But all right, guys. So that was our first edition of the mock draft. Uh, brought to you by 48 Minutes and At Large Bid. So we'll probably do this. I think my goal we talked about was the last show of every month. Yeah, that we'll way. Update this. The end of December will lead us into conference play. January will be right around the conference tournament, or right around the conference swing of it, that first wave. February is getting closer to March Madness. March, obviously, will be the tournament. And then, obviously, the summer after workouts and evaluations and whatnot. So, yeah, who, who so stays, who goes, whatnot. This way, you don't have to hear it every week. Most of these guys that we named, I mean, for a fact, they're probably gone. Like, I mean, pretty pretty much all of them. But yeah. there'll be more people that come out. There'll be, I mean, there'll be a player that we're not even talking about right now that shows out. So, we'll have yeah. to see. I know. We only named two Kentucky guys in that whole thing. Woo! Crazy. All right, guys. So thank Maybe you Ann! <laughs> and one Carolina guy. Wow. Yeah, that's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> we got one. All right, guys, thank you all for tuning in. Um, hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Hope you're enjoying the Maui tournaments, the Battle for Atlantis and everything, and we'll be back next week. Uh, have a good one. Enjoy that Black Friday. Don't kill anybody. Yes, sir.